feel beautiful? Do you look beautiful? Does one really affect the other? Welcome to Beauty Inside and Out with host Bonnie Bonadeo. In our show, we'll help you uncover your true self and unleash beauty that you never knew existed in order to be at your best, both inside and out. Now, here is your host, Bonnie Bonadeo. Hi, everybody. Welcome and happy Valentine's Day to you. Um, it's wonderful to be here in February and to be able to have a show live on Valentine's Day. And, you know, this month, it's all about empowering women. Um, so last week, we had an amazing guest. She was my photographer that did a lot of the images that I've been using in my business and for my marketing, Jean Portraits. And she was so scared to be on the radio. And yet she's so powerful when she's behind the camera to be able to capture the most amazing photos of people, women especially, she does that. So I want to give a big shout out to her that she did fabulous last week on the radio. So this week, the empowering women that I want to uh, kind of acknowledge and feature are you. You as all the empowering women out there, because I want you to believe in love on this Valentine's Day whether you have plans, whether you're single, whether you're in a relationship, whether you're looking, um, I want you to believe in love. And today's uh, story is about the beauty and um, uh, the power of love and better days. And so nothing is more fitting then for my guest to be able to uh, introduce himself. And and let me do a little quick intro with him first. So my, my guest is Jeff South, and he is the owner of Intrigue Salon. He's also the founder of Club Intrigue. And um, he is my fiance. So he's been the gentleman I've been talking about. He's also the man that kind of forced me to move to Atlanta. But of course, it wasn't really forced because I was in love. And it was a great opportunity for me to be able to um, be in this great, wonderful relationship. And you're going to hear our story as we kind of progress through the days, uh, through through the show as well. So stay with us. But first, Jeff, welcome. Hello, everybody. It's it's great to be here. It's kind of... Like love live, it's it's great, and it's great to be here with Bonnie to to kind of celebrate, you know, love and Valentine's and everything that that is possible, you know, and that's what we'll talk about later. But like she said, we're in Atlanta together, and uh, she's actually upstairs, and I'm downstairs. I hope that doesn't stay like that for a long, long time, and we're on on the camera. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's it. So we'll talk some more about that. All right. Well, I uh, you know I I'm at this place here where. Being able to share some of my personal life is is quite vulnerable to me. I, I don't like it. Um, I don't prefer to do it. I look at this as kind of business, but the truth is, is um, here we are. And I'm at this place in my life where I want to inspire people in many and multiple ways. And in order to do that, I have to be able to be more vulnerable and share myself a little bit more. So... I'm going to kind of give you a little bit of my history of love, the, the, the torrid details of it and all, um, so that you can kind of see that for me to be at this point in my life and to have found somebody that is that I adore um, is a, a wonderful thing. And I hope that it gives you guys hope and inspiration as well. So um, I'm trying to get on Facebook Live here right now. So bear with me. It's always a little bit of a challenge here. I just have to put in a title, hang with me, hang with me here, because I know people are trying to watch from Facebook. And if you want to watch from Facebook, just go to my personal page, Bonnie Bonadeo, and you will find us. Okay, hopefully that worked. All right, so here's my story of love. So 
I grew up in a family where my parents were still married and divorce was really not a very popular thing in any of my circle as a child. So it was unusual to have a friend that had divorced parents or anything like that. But I ended up uh, meeting somebody while I was in high school. He was already older and out of high school. And I got married. I got married at, at almost 20 years old. I think I was still 19, but almost 20. And uh, I look back on that now. And of course, I find that to be shocking that I did that. But at the same time, I also understood that my parents got married, my mother got married at 19, and they were still together. So I didn't understand why it wouldn't work for me. It seemed plausible that I would then be in a great relationship like my parents, who are still married to this day at 59 years. So, well, that didn't last because young is young, and we don't know who we are at that point, and we don't know what we want, certainly, out of anybody. So it was an interesting, um, I would say, five years of marriage at that young age because I was still trying to find myself. And so was he. And so that ended up in a divorce. So here I am, I'm like 22 years old and I'm already divorced. And I'm thinking, who is going to want a divorcee? And uh, at that point, I decided that I had to kind of like change my entire life because, you know, clearly it was where I grew up and it was the people I was meeting and the friends I was hanging around that were the problem. And so I moved off to California. And it wasn't long after that I then met my second husband. And uh, it seemed like maybe what I did, and not to disrespect any of my relationships or either of these gentlemen, it seems like what I did, though, and this may be your story, too, is that husband one was one way and husband two was quite the opposite. So when you kind of have this relationship where it's like, oh, that didn't work at all, I'm going to go all the way over here. But that doesn't work either. And again, I was in my 30s at this point. So I was more mature. I should have had more awareness of, uh, you know, what I wanted. But I also realized that this relationship wasn't going to be the long-term relationship for me. And part of it was just we were so very different in what we wanted to achieve. Uh, I felt very driven. Um, I felt like I always, there was always needed to be a next. And um, the beautiful thing about this relationship, though, is we have a wonderful son that is 20 years old and um, just the just a delight uh, of, a, of a child. So I'm very, very grateful for that. But then here I am again, still now I'm on my second divorce and I'm out in the real world and I'm kind of pushing 40. And you think, who is going to want me now? And of course, at 40, it's very difficult because I'm not hanging out in bars. I'm working. I'm working a lot because that's what I do to occupy my time. And so, of course, you know, this is when online dating really kind of came about and started uh, started to evolve. And one of my guests last year, uh, or no, two years ago on Valentine's Day, was the founder of Match.com. Um, and he said the only reason why he developed it, because he was a tech person, right? He developed the entire Match.com program so he could find a date because here he was a techie working all the time. And he thought, maybe if I created an online dating site, I'll find somebody to date. So, of course, and he was, and please listen to that. I'll, I'll post the uh, link to that. He was delightful on the show as well, talking about how hard it is to meet somebody. And of course, I did online dating and nothing felt authentic about it. Nothing. And I met wonderful people and I met really weird people and crazy town people. Um, 
but nothing felt right about the way that that whole process is set up. And I always believed, and I don't know where this came from, but I always believed that I was supposed to meet somebody in the industry I was in. And now, mind you, I'm in the beauty industry. It's not like I'm in a male-dominated industry. I'm in the beauty industry. Good you know, slew of women. And then we have a very diverse crowd of people. So thinking that this was possible is kind of a silly notion, but I just always believed that that was going to be the case. Maybe, maybe it was just a, a strong desire and a wish because I figured we'd have something in common, but I happened to be at the ISSC show in Long Beach, California, four years ago, and uh, I was walking by, and one of our mutual friends, Steve Reese, who we now call Cupid, um, actually stopped me and introduced me to Jeff. And I'm going to, I'm going to stop my story right there so that Jeff can share a little bit of his story as well. Yes, I will. I'll get back to Cupid in a second. But anyway, it's 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 great being here and uh, having this conversation because I I know that life carries on, right? And love is out there for everybody. I was in a, a multi-decade relationship and marriage, and no disrespect to that, there were great times, but we just grew apart, and we just we lost the appreciation of things together. I think is the way it is. It's things that I like to do and, and she liked to do. And it just, this, it just kind of changed up. I wanted to continue on in my business and work and work and work and all that. And, and I think she was probably ready to, to settle back a little bit, but no, totally no disrespect to any of that. And uh, so fast forward back to Steve at this hair show, I'm just walking over from lunch with him and he goes, Oh, Bonnie's walking by. I didn't know Bonnie at that time. She's walking by and, uh, he goes, oh, you've got to meet Bonnie. And we had this quick little conversation and she talks about a class she's doing. And um, that was about the extent of it. It wasn't, it wasn't love at first sight. You know, everybody yep. goes, oh, you guys are so great together and all that. <laughs> like it wasn't, it wasn't, that. it really wasn't, it was just a meeting, you know, and we went off to uh, a class she was teaching in San Diego and I, myself and some friends went out there and it's still, you know, it was, it was great. It was an interesting class and, and trying to find your story and things like that. And there was no Bonnie are aware of that, right? And um, kind of probing in a little bit, and everything was great with me. At least I, I was thinking that until then. And it still wasn't love at first sight. So uh, fast forward from there, like another year goes by, and I'm getting some additional coaching for a big presentation I had, an international presentation. And I'm talking to her, and we start working and start talking on the phone. I'm thinking, man, I like you. I like you a lot better on the phone, you know. But <laughs> I don't know. It's no disrespect to you either, Bonnie, right? And um, I remember the first conversation. And uh, – Anyway, it kept going. I started learning a lot and we started talking and, and it's all the business related and all of that kind of stuff. And um, as things keep going on, presentation did great. So I'm feeling all strong with that. Anyway, so there was one day that she's talking on the phone. She was going to Hawaii and I'm thinking I'm going to miss my call for It's going to be like two weeks for this next coaching call. It was once a week on a Monday, I think at one o'clock. And uh, so she, she gets back and she says, oh yeah, I went and took uh, surfing lessons with my sister. And um, I knew they just went by themselves. And I'm thinking, man, I really, I want someone that'll take surfing lessons with their sister. And uh, that, that's kind of what made me start thinking. I was, you know, my, my life had changed at that point and I wasn't looking for anybody. And, and you know, but it just kind of evolved from there and the conversations kind of started. And then the, the things started talking like, oh, you like the ocean? I like the ocean. And it kept going like that. And it just, it just kept building and building and building. And that's, that's pretty much the, that's the get-go of it. There's plenty of more. Yeah, it was, a, it was an interesting time because at that point, we were still doing business together. And um, 
I knew that our coaching sessions had an end date and um, and that they were going to end and it and it just seemed like all of it fell into place. So the coaching came to a close. We had some closure on that. Um, and then there was just these really synchronistic opportunities where he was going to be out in Phoenix for an event. I was going to be in Atlanta for an event. And, you know, it just was one of those things that if I happen to be in a city and it's one of my clients, I would certainly call them up and say, hey, you know, I'm going to be in town. Um, and it just kind of evolved that way. And the interesting thing about it was we discovered that we were a lot more alike than we wanted to think. There was a lot there was a lot of similarities in the type of person that we are, the things, you know, the, the, the activities we like, the food we like. Um, scary uh, connection in regards to that. And at that point, we just kind of started to date. And of course, now, and I, and I, want, I want people to hear this part too. We long distance dated for a couple of years. So he lived in Atlanta and I lived in Phoenix and my son was in his final years of high school and then going to decide where he was going to co- go to college. So we did a long distance relationship. So a lot of times when you think, oh, that person lives too far away, or uh, it will never work, a long-distance relationship. I want you to believe in love. I want you to believe that if you have a connection with that person that is unlike anything else, that there's always a way to make things work. Because I would have never thought in a million years that I would move to Atlanta and be a Southern girl at all. You're a Southern girl now. I am a Southern girl. I'm saying y'all and everything. Take you for some fried chicken tonight. Yeah, yeah, fried chicken. and, and, And what's that green stuff I don't like yet? Collard greens. Collard I'm, work, greens. I'm working on liking that. It's not my. It's not my favorite. I got to tell you. I'm not sure that I'm ever going to make it either. So that's that's kind of that's kind of our story. It's 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 one of those things that it happens. But I didn't believe that it would happen. I don't think Jeff ever thought that something like this would happen. And um, we're we're proud. We're proud of the relationship that we have. And so I think at this point, one of the things that I want to talk about is. What really makes what makes a healthy relationship? Because what we know to be true is that the divorce rate is still at fifty percent. Um, we know that it's harder to find people. We know that uh, it's online dating is not for everybody, and we know that there's there's a lot of times that insecurity of just kind of being out in the world. And I like to think that finding the love of your life or finding this really super healthy relationship sometimes comes in that indirect way. And you know, that saying that everybody always says, you'll just know when it's right. You'll just know when it's right. And I, I can't help but believe that that is true, that you know when it's right. What do you say? Yeah, definitely. You, you, you know when it's right. When, when a song comes on, we're both singing the same song because we know it. We know it's right. You know, when we're, we're listening to the same music or we go to the beach together, we're like, oh, we both love the beach. I mean, we know it's right. When we're out mm-hmm. sailing, when we're doing the same things, we, we know it's right. You know, every, when we get to talk about this great industry that we're both in, you know, we can speak for hours on it still, day in and day out, we know it's right. I mean, it's yeah. always, it's, it's just in appreciating each other, for sure. And there's, there's always that, uh, that part where we know the, a lot of the same people. Um, and we have relation, different relationships with the same people that are now becoming new relationships with us as a couple. Um, but in the end and ultimately, 
there is that, I, I do believe in fate. I believe that there was something fateful that happened in regards to us meeting and being able to share a life together at this point. And there's no reason to stay in an unhealthy relationship. There's no reason to stay in a relationship that I don't think has that truth of love present. Um, and although it's scary to be a single person out there today, um, I also know that that I had a very full life as a single girl um, and loved everything about it. And But I also knew that I ultimately wanted to be in a loving, healthy relationship. And that was my desire. And it was also my intention. I was very clear that my intention was that I wanted to be in a healthy relationship. I didn't give up. I didn't say, well, if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. Although I did have a friend that she was, she's a, she was about a year older than me. And she had shared um, when she turned 50 and she says, well, this is it. I haven't met anybody now. So I am just going to live the rest of my life as a single person and I'm going to be happy and I'm going to enjoy every minute of it. And I remembered being so angry with her because I thought, don't you dare give up. I mean, here I was rolling into 50. I was single. And I'm thinking if she gives up, then I have to give up. Like we can't give up. Um, and I just can recall that moment of thinking, no, I am going to create such a strong desire to find love and, um, <laughs> and be, and be happy and be, and be happy in love, not just happy in my life. Cause I had a happy life, but to really be happy in love. And, um, uh, Hey, and I want to acknowledge Jeff, carry on. I want to acknowledge, um, some of the people that have joined us on Facebook here. We have Jane Morehouse, one of our mutual friends. Hi, and Jess, oh, one of her favorite industry uh, couples. And we got Daryl, who's online with us right now. And then, of course, Gerard from France. Thank you. You're Gerard. always such a good follower. Thank you so much for showing up. And Theo um, and a few more people that are coming up right now. So thanks, everybody, for joining us and, and hearing our love story. And hopefully um, you have I want to hear your great love story, okay. too. With, with love, you were saying everything else is pretty much inconsequential, isn't it? I think it's yeah. when it's when it's really really there. Everything else is inconsequential. There's, there's you can have not a dime in your bank account, and you'll still be if you're in love. It doesn't matter, you yeah, know, or, or wherever. Or you could be the wealthiest man in the world and not have love, and it matters. You know, it's it. And uh, what you were talking about giving up or not, a lot of people do give up. I mean, I'm, I'm a hairdresser, and I've I was talking to someone the other day. She says, "How oh, she was divorced years ago," and She's just really giving up. And I said, don't give up. You know, do not give up. There's somebody for, I really do believe there's somebody for everybody out there, for everybody. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's a matter of, you know, you can choose, you have the choice. You can make a comma. That just means it's going to continue on. Or you can put a period and end it. You know, and don't do the period. Keep. Or you can do the dot, dot, dot and know that it's to be continued. Yeah, dot, dot, dot. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. But always carry on. I mean, I never, I never could have dreamed in a million years that I would find you. Yeah, no, it's, and we have, like we said, we have a lot in common, but we're also at this age where we also have very different ways of being. We've, we've lived a life at this point, being at the age that we are, that it then is kind of hard to be able to merge a lifestyle with another lifestyle, a person with another person. And one of the things that I knew to be true is that you know, I really wanted to make sure that we had good and open communication. I wanted to make sure that there was a particular way that we were going to have to communicate um, 
in order to make this work. And I also am very aware of what I call in some of my trainings that I do fear responses. And my fear response is that I'm more of a fighter, meaning that if something doesn't feel good to me, I attack it. I go in at it. I try to figure it out. I'm, I, I have more of that fighter mentality in it, um, especially, you know, when things aren't right or conflict is kind of present. Um, and Jeff is not a fighter. He's more of a fleer. So, you know, you know what happens when you get a fighter and a fleer together is that the fighter is chasing the person while the other person is fleeing away. And I really had to look at who was I being in my communication style um, in order to make sure that I'm creating a safe environment for good communication to happen so that he wouldn't necessarily want to not partake in that conversation. And one of the things we put together was we, we had a very specific word that we wanted out of this relationship from each other. And mine was trust. Like I, my word is trust. I really want to trust uh, the relationship. I want to trust your word. I want to trust where we're going and, um, that you'll you're, you'll be present to this, and your word was life. That mm. I'll I'll have that's live the best huge. life ever and live. <laughs> that's a that's a huge undertaking. Just so you know, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> oh, and we we talk about that every once in a while. It's like you know this. We oh, we'll bring it back into the conversation a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. learning how to communicate better, and I think you are too. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's I a mean, lesson for both of us. I mean, when when. When you've been in relationships that didn't work and, you know, more than a few, um, you, you have to look at who the common denominator is in those relationships. And I, and I know, I know I was a, a culprit to why these relationships didn't work, but I also knew that um, the ultimate feeling of love wasn't present either. And I made, I made choices because I thought it was the right thing to do. And discovered that it wasn't ultimately um, what I was looking for for long term. And I think that I think that it's okay. I don't I don't look at those relationships as mistakes. Um, I don't regret them, um, and I don't you know. And I I wish the best for them. I actually still love them very much. And so uh, I'm 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 just proud of my evolution in this relationship world too. I think so too. That you know, when you when you when you when you find that love, you know, you find kind of the love in yourself too, and you find that joy. And it's, I'm like the happiest guy around. I, I seriously, I feel I'm just like happy all the time. And I really, I do love everybody. I've been happy, you know, I guess my whole life, I suppose. But now I'm like really happy, happy. You know, exclamation point. Oh, it's so important to to be able to find that joy in yourself too. Yeah, and when you can share it with somebody else, it's like the best feeling in the world. Yeah. And again, there's someone for everybody. You know, we, when we went to the, the uh, grocery store the other day, remember what we talked about walking in? Because we're talking about this all the time. Remember the conversation? We went in this grocery store and there's all these Valentine flowers and balloons and presents and all this stuff inside the, the grocery store. And I thought, how if, if I was single and I saw that, I would get depressed. I really, it would be terrible. And then I would go back a few weeks later and it'll all be sold out and I would feel even worse you know, but, but know that you can, you know, there is someone for you. Yeah. And I think for, for both of us, because we both traveled a lot and still do to hair shows and events and things that we're booked for or, or want to participate in, 
And I mean, for years, I would, you know, come off of the, the plane, walk through the airport, and then there'd be all those people waiting on somebody. And I never had anybody waiting on me. I mean, even in relationships, I didn't have people that were at the airport waiting on me and happy to see me. And I always used to think, you know, one day, one day, somebody's going to be there waiting for me. Um, and yeah, and, and certainly uh, that was, you know, very much if you've ever been to the Atlanta airport, it's the big escalator up. And then all the people are standing up on the top of the escalator. And there he was. And I remembered that feeling of such intense joy of, oh, there's somebody waiting for me. There's somebody waiting for me. Yeah, okay. I love that escalator. We're always up there. I will fly into and she'll take an Uber down to the airport to meet me at the top of the escalator. And then we'll drive back together in the car. That's just a, a great feeling for both of us. Seems so simple. But I think some of those things are so important to do, too, and just appreciate those moments that we have together, for sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so before we uh, take a break here, we've got a couple more minutes before we, we will go on our only break. So those of you that are on Facebook with me, stay with us. We're going to continue on. They'll be a little behind the scenes while we're on our audio break for a couple of minutes. Um, but when we come back, we're going to talk about, you know, some other things that we think might create what really works for a healthy relationship. Um, and then we'll share a little bit more about that, uh, you know, the transition of merging our lives and uh, potentially then even starting a business together. Um, so all of that is coming up. What else would you like to share? What would I like to share? Mm-hmm. We can share lots of things. We can share. On the radio and on Facebook uh, Live. Yeah, okay, nothing, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> No, well, okay. to work with someone in the industry is, is fantastic. It is fun. That's really fun. I know that there's a lot of, of couples in this industry that do really well working together. They own salons together. They're in business together. Um, it's, it's fun. It's fun being able to collaborate on ideas and not feel as though your partner is so separate from what you do day in and day out that they don't understand um, what it's all about. So we'll talk about, you know, some of the things we've done together in the industry um, and then, of course, our our big, you know, Better Days business that we're uh, have launched and is in transition of um, being shared out there with everybody. So, all right, we're going to go ahead and take our break right now. Then, um, and I want to, I just want to thank everybody for joining me as always. And I want to continue to remind you that this is Empowering Women Month. So, hopefully, we're empowering you um, and. Uh, I'd love to hear some of your stories. So if you're on Facebook Live watching us, um, please join us. And let me know. You got a, if you've got an industry love story, I'd love to hear it. But uh, send us some love right now. On oh, uh, Lots of hearts are showing up right now. So stay with us, everybody. And for my audio listeners, thank you so much for all of your support. Um, and just so you know, we're going to take a commercial break and we'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Are you looking to uncover your authentic self? Looking to improve your communication, selling, or public speaking skills? Discover Naked Audience Productions trainings on public speaking, leadership, sales, and healing. Mastering the art of authentic communications can change your life in many ways. 
From promotions to profits to enhancing any relationship, whether it's business or personal, finding and speaking your naked truth is a beautiful thing. Visit www.napevents.com or call 877-319-2403. That's napevents.com or 877-319-2403. Are you ready for a disaster? If you are like many people in the world, that answer may sadly be no. Disasters happen unexpectedly to people just like you every day. Tune into Preparing for the Unexpected with business continuity and disaster planning expert Alex Fullick. The show will not only help you better prepare for a disaster itself, but also to prepare you, your place of employment, and community for the aftermath emotionally, financially, and with a better level of awareness and a stronger feeling of resiliency. Tune in Thursdays at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Do you understand your feline friends as well as you'd like? Why do they behave the way they do? If behavior issues get out of hand, how do you fix things? Get the answers and more when you listen to Cat Talk Radio with host Molly DeVos. We'll give you the straight facts, offer some tried and tested ideas, and alert you as to what's being done in this country and worldwide to save cats and shelter challenges. Cat Talk Radio, every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Beauty Inside and Out with Bonnie Bonadeo. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. That's Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. Now back to Beauty Inside and Out. Welcome back, everybody. So if you're just joining us, happy Valentine's Day. This is the, this is the, uh, the beauty of love and better days. And my guest today is my fiancé, Jeff Self. Um, and he is the owner of Intrigue Salon and the founder of Club Intrigue. And uh, now my fiancé. So we are sharing our love story because we want to. It's, it's February uh, this month. We're featuring Empowering Women, and I want to empower all the women out there. And, Jeff, you said on the break, while, while we were on the, uh, the break, um, we continued on with our Facebook friends. And you said, you know what, there's a lot of men out there, too, that want to find a really great, healthy, loving relationship. And it's true. It's true. This is not just this show's not just dedicated to women. We just happen to be featuring women in the month of February. But the truth is, I want everybody to find love. I want everybody to trust that there is somebody out there for them. And I want everybody to believe um, in love at the end of the day on this beautiful Valentine's Day. So let's let's step into let's take a look at you know some of the things of of you know why 
certain relationships work and why they don't. You had mentioned too on the break that, you know, if you're looking for somebody, find those things that you like to do and go do them. And that's how you're going to meet that type of person um, that likes some of the same activities. And I got to tell you, I heard that for many, many years when I was single. I was single for, you know, a good 10, 15 year span and just dating intermittently in between that. Um, and I remember thinking, I don't really know what I like to do. You know, I mean, I like to hike, I like to do certain things, but it's also, again, you know, it's like, what am I going to do? Go climb a mountain by myself and start talking to strangers. I mean, sometimes it naturally happened, but most of the time it didn't happen. And when I put myself out there doing those things, I'm like, okay, this isn't working either. But as I was talking about earlier, there's that indirect approach to, manifesting or gaining access to what it is you say that you want. And that indirect approach is, um, and I actually wrote a chapter in a book about this in an article um, somewhere. I'll find the link to the article as well. And I said, you have to, you have to be prepared to meet somebody at any time. So, you know, you're going shopping at Walmart. Don't look like a Walmart person, you know, step it up a little bit because you never know who you're going to meet. Um, and not that the intent is that you should just be like totally full on looking your best every time you go out, but be prepared that you're comfortable enough in who you're being and what you look like that if you did meet somebody, you would be comfortable to carry it on a little bit further and engage a little bit more. Um, and to just be present and aware. I mean, those are definitely my suggestions for that. Jeff, what about you? What are some tips for a healthy relationship or finding one? I think for the healthy relationship is it's lifestyle. It really, it, at our age now, you know, we'll say 50-ish, you know, it's, uh, it's lifestyle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. You're 25. I'm 25. That's right. That's right. No, it's, um, it's about lifestyle. You, you've got to do things you enjoy with the person that you enjoy being with. You know, it's all you've got to be able to to do similar things. Not that you have to do everything together. If you like to do yoga, I can't do yoga. You know, it's okay. It's important for everyone to have their thing, but you've got to have lots of things that you can do together and you've got to appreciate each other, you know, and, and give compliments all the time. Yeah. <laughs> that. That's our little dog. Yeah. That, that, that is our child. They're barking. So, um, yeah. So that's, that's, that's the important thing. It's, it's, it's like, if you, if you have a, a sofa in your house and it's, when it's brand new, you see it all the time, you know, and you notice like, Oh, this sofa looks great. I love you. sofa. this sofa's great. It's so comfortable. It's great. And then after a couple of years, like, Oh, it's just a sofa. You know, you can't, you can't live your life with anyone like that. You got to constantly, and it, it, it does take a little work, you know, maybe it does take work. Everything takes work. Oh, it ta- it definitely take, it definitely take work. So oh, it's, 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 it's all of that. Yeah. So I think there was this point where um, I knew that we couldn't have a long distance relationship forever. Um, I was very comfortable in Phoenix. I had my family there. My son was graduating from high school. Um, He didn't know exactly where he was going to college yet. So there was a lot of things up in the air. And I knew that there was a point that we had to make a decision of how we were going to decide where our relationship was going. Um, because a long distance relationship is not designed to last forever. It, I don't think it has. I don't think it has the ability to last forever as a long distance relationship. And I was very scared. I was like, "What am I doing? Like, I'm really, I'm really like giving up my life and my home and some of my family that's very close to me 
to be with this person. But I also knew that this was it. This this was my chance. This was my opportunity to be able to have what I said I wanted and fulfill that and and trust that I created this. I created this opportunity for me to find this perfect person for me. Um, and so I, uh, it worked out. The timing was impeccable, though. I mean, it was like my lease was up. My son decided where he was going to be going to college um, um, out of out of the city. He was so he was going to have to live in a dorm and be a couple hours away. And everything just kind of like worked out. And um, we decided that I was going to move here to, to Atlanta because Jeff has a brick and mortar business. Um, and it just made the most sense. I have a business I can do from anywhere. And so it made the most sense for me to move to Atlanta. And I just remember thinking, what am I doing? And when people were like, oh, why are you moving to Atlanta? I remember I was like a giggly little girl and I would be like, for love, I'm moving for love. And I used to think that was so foolish. Oh, my God, what am I getting myself into? It's so foolish to say that. I should be more mature. I should be more responsible in all of this. But the truth is, it's that's it. I moved for love. And um, and at this point now, we've been here in Atlanta for a year. Um, and uh, we have a great we have a great life together. And it's 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 been fun. It's been a lot of fun. Well, I'm glad that long distance relationship went away. I, I lived in this this high rise penthouse in in the big city here, and um, after a year and a half or so, it starts getting. It's like it's a long distance relationship. I was flying there every week, every other week, or she was flying here. It was a lot, and there was this beacon outside of this high rise on top of a building, and um, I would always say, "Oh, that's the Bonnie Beacon." So it's this blink, blink, blink up there every night. I'll see this beacon. And then I said, I always know she's here. I always know she's here. If that, that's blinking. And you know what happened? It stopped blinking one day and it scared the crap out of me. Do you remember that, Bonnie? Yes. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, something, something's not right. You know, and that really, that starts making you think, what's going on here? I've got to, I've got to, we've got to get this thing going because this, something's not right. It scared the crap out of me. And sometimes you got to have that little shock to knock you back into it. It was really just a bulb on top of a building. And then it started working again after about three weeks. And then it was like, oh, I've got, I've got, to, I've got to marry her. That's what I was thinking. I can't. Oh, that's so sweet. Uh, because, you know, while he's a red light, going actually. down the rabbit hole, I am self-sabotaging the relationship, freaking out that I'm making all these changes for a man and for love. Um, and I think we have a tendency to do that a lot. I think we self-sabotage things that are good for us because we feel – a little vulnerable, you know, I, we feel less powerful sometimes as this individual when we merge into a couple and it, it takes on a life of its own. Um, and we start to feel as though we're not, we're not in control of our lives anymore. I mean, love can do that. When they say love is blind, you know, there's truth to that. Love is blind. And, so then you have to figure out, you know, what do you need to put on in order to see the truth of love and still enjoy the process of being in it? Um, and I'm, I'm, just a, I'm just a firm believer that, like Jeff said, that at, at a certain age, you have to find things to do in common. So if you're in a long-term relationship um, and you're not doing things together, you know, that, that is critical that you find the hobbies, the activities um, that you really enjoy doing together and, and find that spark. And I always think traveling. I mean, traveling away from your environment, away from your everyday 
you know, work and people is really, really healthy for relationships. And we, of course, love going on trips and love uh, the traveling to, you know, even to shows and events here in the industry. It, um, it keeps us young. It keeps us alive. I mean, you know, we go and we're like these old people now and we're feeling a little irrelevant at some of these events. <laughs> but, but, you know, then we, we were like, no, 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 we're the mentors. We're the old timers. You know, We've, we, we still belong here. But that's been very healthy for our relationship. And I, I really, I read this article the other day that said that there was like m- millions of vacation days that Americans didn't take last year. Millions of vacation days. And I'm thinking, man, take a vacation. You never know what, you know, what it brings you back to life. It gives you perspective. If uh, sharing time with somebody or even just, you know, going with friends and believing that you've got people that love you and feel that love so that you can come back and find love. I'm ready for vacation. (laughs) I'm always ready for a vacation anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, listen, we've got some more people. We got um, uh, Gina from Anchorage has joined us. Welcome, Gina. And Jeffrey Paul is watching. So that's exactly. awesome. Oh, Ammon, Ammon and Lauren's, uh, Ammon Carver, welcome. Thank you for watching. And Lauren Samuels, uh, one of my favorite people because she is um, in a relationship. Her husband is uh, Roderick Sam- Samuels, who's another one of my favorite people. So thanks, everybody, for joining us, and thanks for hearing our love story. So here we are. We, I moved to Atlanta. We, we, we got in my Mini Cooper in Phoenix, Arizona on a what seemed like a nice day in Phoenix on February and drove across the country with everything that I could possibly fit into my Mini Cooper. Um, the pod with all the rest of my stuff was already on its way to Atlanta and my Mini Cooper was packed solid and we drove across the country in the absolute worst weather from the, the get-go. I mean, we didn't even get out of Phoenix and we hit sleet and then we hit snow and then we hit severe winds and then we had ice and rain, rain like I've never seen rain before. Um, but that Mini Cooper, boy, I tell you what, it stayed on the road and it kept us it kept us going. And we were really worried about, you know, this is going to be the true test of our relationship. Not one argument, not five, one argument. Five days on the road cooped up in a Mini Cooper. Um, but because the weather was so bad, it was, we were incredibly focused on getting to our destination safely. And the truth is, is it went really fast and we, we enjoyed the time together, even though it was stressful just based on the weather situations. Um, But it was, it was, again, it was a testament of, you know, we're on the right path, we're doing the right things and we're supposed to be together. And so here we are, we're rolling into January of 2019 and one of Jeff's love is, I'll let you share the rest of this, is um, obviously the water and the ocean and sailing. So it's, you know, when we first started, you know, dating, you know how you have to kind of put things out there just to see, it's like, oh, do you like the water? And then you think, oh, yeah, the water, because a lot of people can talk. And anyway, so then you go to the beach and kind of see, and then you're like, oh, do you like sailing? Yeah, let's go sailing. And we go take this uh a uh, certification class for offshore sailing. <laughs> so you keep doing things like that. Oh, do you, what, do you like this kind of food? You do this. Do you like to hike? You know, do you like to climb up that mountain or whatever? And you keep putting little things out like that and you start building these things. And it's like, man, she, she loves all the same stuff I do. It's amazing. So we went and took this class um, sailing, but uh, my whole life I've loved the ocean and I've always wanted to live on the ocean and, and have a boat. I've had littler boats and, 
and I had this dream of just having a big, a big uh, catamaran down in the Caribbean. And, um, but having a catamaran with someone that you, you can't really enjoy it with is kind of a waste. It would be a big waste, I think, because it's not really what you got. It's who you're with and you can share it with. And um, so anyway, this two years ago, I started to, to get this, this uh, by this boat and a hurricane came. I'm like, well, it's not the right time. I mean, literally the closing was going to happen. Like, I, I can't buy this boat right now. The risk is way too high because it was, it was the, really the wrong time to do it anyway because everything always works out for me, I think. Anyway, so just recently, we ended up purchasing this business with this crude catamaran with an incredible crew. It's a luxury catamaran down in the Caribbean. Bonnie and I've been down there a, a few times, and it's just something we both love, and it's something we can, we can really share that joy with, with other people. It's the best thing ever. And plus, we get paid for that. You know, it's like the best thing ever. You've got this beautiful yacht. You've got this, this great crew. You've got these people having these great experiences, something they'll, they'll remember. You know, you remember these trips, don't you? You know, you can buy a piece of clothing or jewelry or something like that or buy something. You forget about that three or four years. But, you know, you go to Pasitano, Italy, or you go on a, a luxury catamaran cruise to St. Bart's. You're going you're gonna to remember that for a really, really long time. Mm-hmm. But that's so we both just really got involved in buying this boat and it's it's doing great isn't it money yeah yeah it's it's doing really good it's doing so well that we can hardly get on it it's it's overbooked in uh from our book um but when he first took me on this trip to, you know i thought oh we're gonna go sailing i've never really been sailing before so i might you know this might be fun but then he told me it was a certification course and in the mail i got these books like three different books that probably were this thick that I had to study prior to going on this certification course. And I'm thinking, oh, oh, what have I gotten myself into? And here we were, we were out, you know, a week out um, learning to do man overboard, sailing, you know, learning how to sail, pulling all of the lines, doing everything manually, because that's how you have to learn. And that all of that was fun. And I loved that part of it. Um, it was just that I had to learn like a brand new language and get and pass this hundred question test <laughs> in a week. And I have never sailed in my life, nor did I know any of the terminology of sailing. So I really, you know, as an educator in the industry and as somebody that's always felt my, my role has been as a teacher and a trainer, um, I really had to step into the, the role of a student and trust that this instructor and the, you know, and it was Jeff and it was one other person that was getting certified on the boat with us. I had to trust that these people were going to guide me through this process of this learning curve that felt a little overwhelming to me um, in all of the process. I mean, the physical and demanding stuff that we had to do from the top of the boat was great. But, you know, once we were underneath and we were having to, you know, go through language and figure out destinations and, and nautical miles to wind speeds and stuff like that. Yeah, I was, I, I, I was freaking out that I was not going to pass this test. Um, but the crew, the, yeah, I did. I got certified um, and it did, you know, I created a brand new love and hobby that really that Jeff um, enjoyed and get to participate with him. So we have a boat. It uh, is currently called the White House. Um, we're in the process of a name change right now. To better days. Um, and so the White House is going to be soon better days. How about that? There you go. <laughs> and uh, it's a, a three cabin 
catamaran that um, is available for chartering, of course. And we're looking at, as we kind of progress into this next year, looking for opportunities to be able to share these experiences with people that we know in the industry um, and look for ways to be able to specialize in some of the things that, that we love to do, which is teaching and training and helping people to have some of the success that they want to have. Um, attached with some island fun and uh, some good food and a little bit of sailing. Yeah, it's, it's great. We named the boat Better Days after an Eddie Vedder song. So we love, we love Eddie Vedder. And, um, Another thing we had in common was all the music that we loved all the same music. So, Eddie, if you're listening out there, you're welcome anytime. We'll bump someone off to get you on the boat. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, so Better Days um, is is the boat name and uh, that's getting transitioned in April when we'll be back down in the Caribbean to be able to uh, do the official breaking of the champagne bottle on the boat. Um, as the as most sailors believe, there's there's very much a spiritual and superstitious, superstitious ritual that you have to do when you change the name of a boat. So we're going down there to make sure that that is all on the up and up. Um, and uh, we would love for people to check it out. So you can go to betterdayssailing.com. Um, we're in the process of merging the current Facebook and Instagram accounts. So um, you can you can see some of more of the history of it um, on White House um, charters, I think is what it's called. Yeah on there. And then that will all get merged to better days and everything. But if you, but if you haven't enjoyed um, a catamaran experience like that um, out on the islands in the Caribbean, um, I, I really recommend you look into it. It's a very relaxing vacation. You get fed well. You have numerous amounts of activities to do from hiking, shopping, scuba diving, snorkeling, just swimming, paddleboarding. I mean, there's just you know, picnic on the beach. I mean, there's just all of those favorite things that I know a lot of people enjoy doing um, is all kind of part of the package for this. And we we want to let you guys know that as we kind of progress into other things, we'll keep you updated on all of those as well. For better days. Yep, for definitely for better days. So, um, so back to the love and finding that love in your life. I just, I, I want to, again, uh, thank everybody that has shared in our story over the years that we've been together. Um, I love hearing when people say, oh, you guys are so great together. And I love that people acknowledge um, that there's love. And, you know, I think Jeff shared in this too, that there'd be times where let's say you were out to dinner with friends or you were walking through the airport on your next trip to wherever and you saw people that appeared to be in love and you just would stop and you'd look at them and there'd be two different th thought processes. One would be, oh, look how happy they are. And the other one would be, why can't I have that? Mm -hmm. And either one of them, they're not wrong or right, whichever one you have, but stay in the, stay in the space of one day I'll have that or soon I'll have that. Um, instead of why can't I have that? Because that kind of creates that defeating approach to that you don't believe in that it can, that love can happen to you. Um, and I just always remembered when I saw people happily in love, I, I, there was parts I'd be jealous and angry, but then I'd see some people and I'd be like so happy for them and think, Oh, I can't wait to have that one day. Um, so don't ever give up. 
there's no no giving up in any of this. Right. And you know, when we're, when we're out too, there's, there's so many great couples too, and you just appreciate them just like I appreciate our love together too. And, and the, the spirit that we have behind us and the, the, the glow or the whatever you want to call it. And the others out there too, like Roderick, you talked about and Lauren, mm-hmm. and there's so many that Codner's yeah. last night. I mean, these, these great relationships, I really, really, really appreciate to see that. And in the industry, in this beauty industry, we're both a part of, it's a lot of it out there, and it seems like the success. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's time to bring the couples together, all couples. Bring all couples together, and let's you know empower uh, ourselves more. So those of us that are couples in the industry, let's let's figure out how to really make an impact for other people. And um, and I know a lot of us are out there doing our best and teaching and everything. But it'd be fun to it'd be fun to gather. It'd be fun to uh, be the mentors for others, whether it's love or haircutting or coloring or whatever it is that we do um, to continue to keep on sharing. Yeah. All right. So I have I have a um, I have a request for anybody. So if you're if you're feeling as though you're not maybe at a good place and you don't believe that love is possible or you're just you may, might still hold some anger, resentment, sadness, um, denial in regards to past relationships that didn't work for you. I am offering a complimentary coaching session, a life coaching session for you to be able to look at what it might take for you to cross over to believe that there is the perfect person out there for you. And I've, I've seen it happen with my clients numerous times that, that what they put their attention to, what they worked on of themselves ended up giving them the opportunity to achieve what they desire. And that includes a loving relationship. That includes a loving relationship. So if you're interested in that and anybody, I'm leave, open this up to anybody, you can um, connect with me um, at this website. It'll go, it'll create a direct link right to my calendar and you can book your time. And that's connectwithbonnie.com, connectwithbonnie.com. And that will give you one hour session with me so that, um, we can look at your life and see what might be missing in order for you to have the love that you deserve. And then Jeff, will you share again the, um, the website for better days, better, better days, Perfect. So you guys check it out. Um, book it. If you, if you desire, um, we'd love to hear about your experience and maybe one day we can all join you in some of that uh, fun down there as well. Thank you guys for being with us tonight. Thanks for letting us share our story with you. Thank Thanks you. for letting me get nervous and vulnerable in front of you. Um, and as always, remember that it's about being you in beauty. Today, it's about being you in love. Thank you for listening to Beauty Inside and Out. Please join your host, Bonnie Bonadeo, again next Thursday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week.